the hardest thing, honestly, just get them in the DM, whatever you can do, get them in the DM because they're either going to go to a discovery call or you're going to close them in the DM. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Ooh, I'm so excited about this today, guys. I know so many of my new virtual assistants, new freelancers, new DMAs struggle with selling their services. And I know a lot of advanced, more experienced freelancers who could use top-level sales tips so they can rock discovery calls. The whole goal is that you can book more clients and confidently sell your services. So I've brought in sales coach Michelle Terpstra here to talk about discovery calls and what you need to know and how to utilize social selling as part of this so you don't feel like you always have to be jumping on a formal call. What's really fun about this is I've known Michelle for a little while now. I'm diving deep into her content and it is so helpful. And I share how even I struggled with sales. I don't struggle in the confidence of my ability to do the work, but I think that just the word sales, the mindset around sales, all of that adds up to your total confidence on the call. So Michelle is going to share a never shared before hack around mindset and confidence that will really help you do better. And I don't want you to be scared. You are going to have to jump on discovery calls. You are going to have to get people to buy into your ideas and the fact that you can help them and buy into your services by getting a yes face-to-face on a Zoom call. You'll get better with practice. We go over a lot of this inside the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School, but this podcast should help you big time. So let's jump in. Hey everyone, welcome to today's training. We are talking about discovery calls with my friend, the sales coach, Michelle Terpstra. Hey Michelle, thanks for joining us today. Hi Emily, thank you for having me. I'm super excited to talk about all things sales and sales conversations my favorite thing to talk about. I'm so glad you're here because you know my people struggle with this. We're service providers and we're pitching our services or VIP days. And I actually had you in my work group last summer teaching discovery calls. So I'm excited to introduce you to the bigger world here on my podcast. So thanks for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. I can't wait. This is going to be a blast. I love talking about discovery calls, love talking about VIP days. And let's go help some service providers. Yeah, you're kind of like the trifecta here because you help people with their offers and you're a sales coach. So why don't you go ahead and, you know, give your origin story and tell everyone, especially your pivot to the online space. I think that's always so motivating for my people to hear. Yeah. So I spent a very, very long time, a decade working in big corporations. So for three different fortune 500s, I was a sales leader. And then I also had some time in a small consulting agency. And that's when I really learned the transition of selling consulting services or non-tangibles, right? So I went from like the software background into selling really, really expensive consulting services. And it was a really great way to like wrap up like my entire background into like this perfect little bundle that would be really well suited for the online world. 
And the reason why I love what I do and how I came to here was, you know, working those nine to fives, like that nine to five environment, like it is just, it's really constrictive and not just constrictive in terms of what your schedule looks like and stuff, but I was always so creative. And I felt like I couldn't get my creativity out in that nine to five world. And I really just wanted to create a business by design and have fun doing it. And I realized online when I started to dabble into the, you know, the online coaching world, I realized pretty quickly that sales was a major, major pain point for so many people. And frankly, if I'm being honest, I was shocked. Because coming from someone who's been doing sales forever and everything I do is sales and all the things sales, and then I enter a world where sales is scary and people are afraid to be pushy and manipulative. But then I realized, oh, I know why. Because a lot of the sales techniques being taught to service providers, coaches, consultants in this online space is not okay. And then I realized like, oh, I have an opportunity to undo all of that, teach a really cool, beautiful way to have sales conversations and create these amazing offers that are just such easy yeses for the right people. That's what motivated me to start my business. And it's been so much fun. Through Sales Success Lab, I've had 50 people go through it. I've coached thousands. So it's um, definitely needed. And I feel really honored I get to do this work. Oh my gosh. I love it. And I love what you have said. I, Cause of course I've listened to a lot of your other podcasts and know you really well, but you've said too, that a lot of us just aren't born with sales skills and we have to learn it. I'm like, Oh, why is that so easy to understand when it comes to, you know, our craft and our digital marketing and our writing and the tech stack. But when it comes to sales, like we never do like learn this anywhere. I know, I know. It's, you know, sort of like the, when you have a child, they don't give you the parenting handbook. You have to, you have to like figure it out. You're like, oh my gosh, now I've got to figure out how to be a parent. It's sort of the same thing, right? Is not taught those sales skills. And I feel just so passionately, and I know you know this, I'm like, if you know how to sell, you literally can get anything you want out of life. And it's not just like, here's my offer. Will you buy it? It is building strategic partnerships. It's getting on podcasts, being asked to be on summits speaking engagements, any type of like relationship marketing is huge when it comes to your sales skills. So I want everyone to just broaden their mind of like what sales skills look like. It's not just getting a sale. It's also positioning yourself with people who could be referring business to you as a service provider, right? And you're not selling them anything, but you are helping them understand the value that you have so that if somebody says, oh yeah, I need a social media you know, manager, you're the first name that pops into those minds for those referrals. That my friend is sales too. So it is really important that we, we broaden our mind to understand the power that can be unleashed when we master sales. Yeah. And a lot of what you talk about in your own content, like on your YouTube, on your TikTok, you're talking a lot about that mindset. So do you have like a mindset trick for my people? Because I'm just like them, Michelle. I remember selling Girl Scout cookies in third grade and just like hating it. And now I get it. Oh, you know, it's probably more of a self-worth thing. Like people are investing in me and they want to support Girl Scouts. But when I was in like third grade, I just thought it was like icky and I had to ask for money and I didn't feel like the cookies were worth it. And it's so funny that this like goes down to this like childhood moment. And so can you speak to that? Cause I know I'm not the only one. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. And actually you're right. You're not the only one. Everyone who has resistance, hesitation, or some type of discomfort with sales does have a story 
story in their life. And it could be as simple as selling Girl Scout cookies that has impacted the way that they view sales, sales for themselves and their business and all of the things. So I want to provide a new mindset hack that no one's heard before of me talking about. Okay. So brand new one, you're not going to find it on my YouTube or anywhere else. It's only been shared with a few of my private clients. So I'm going to give your community that today because I think it's really, really beautiful. And I'm going to challenge everyone to do this. Now, I want you to sit really, really still. And like, I know this is like, everyone can see me right now, sit still, close your eyes. And I want you to literally visualize that business owner that you are set out to help. Let's pretend that you are a social media manager and you're listening to this right now. And you're imagining that business owner trying so hard to grow their business, but can't get the content out. All of the other problems that you're solving, they can't get the content out. They can't do the hashtag research. They can't edit or publish a reel to save their life. They have no idea how to create awareness and get people on the call through social media. And I want you to just take a deep breath and think about that person, that person that is waiting for you, that cannot wait to communicate with you, that cannot wait for you to make them an offer. And then I want you to think about what it looks like for that business owner once you are in their business, taking all of that work off of them and what freedom and breath of fresh air and relief that business owner is experiencing. Experiencing. And I want you to sit with that feeling and sit with that feeling for a few moments and then decide what it is you're going to charge for something like that. And just have a moment with yourself in terms of realizing how important it is of what you do, because I think that we can take that for granted. You know, service providers can is that, oh my gosh, you know, oh, I'm just creating content or I'm just doing this or I'm just doing that. And like, you're not like visualize the impact you can have. Once you can transform the way that you're viewing what you're providing in terms of services and who you're helping, you won't have a hard time anymore asking for the sale because you're so connected to that versus like the money. Yeah, it becomes about serving and truly helping, which is why we're all doing this business anyway. We truly like helping businesses out in the back end and being the support squad. So that's such a good reframe and it makes it less... I don't know, icky, stressful, all of that. And I also say like, I know a lot of service providers are introverts and as introverts, we like to, you know, get what we need, do our work and then deliver it. Right. So the sales conversation becomes very, very difficult. But the thing is, as introverts, guess what you're great at? If you're listening, you're great at asking questions. You're great at being empathetic. You show support in different ways that a typical type A extroverted person would just need so much in their life. So instead of worrying about like what that will look like for them, I want you to think about like, I mean, for yourself, I want you to take yourself out of the equation and think about the other person. And once we stop worrying about ourselves and worrying about our thoughts and our values, and we really just start to believe in the impact we can make and also really, really just coming to terms with we're helping someone versus like I'm selling to someone. And that makes a huge transition. If you can hold on to those feelings and just take a little quiet time, like a couple of minutes and meditate on it, like it's going to feel so inspiring and amazing for you. Oh my gosh. I love it. And it's so true right now. I mean, my people hear this all the time. There is so much work out there and my people have like the pick of the litter. And so just like remembering how much you're going to be able to help someone just makes it so much better. So makes it so much better. It also helps you realize that you should probably be charging more than you are. And in that case, I'd like to encourage you to go back and listen to my most recent episode where we talk about increasing your rates, but amen. Yeah, for sure. You have to. And honestly, like premium offers are where it's at right now. 
everyone wants to work with someone in an intimate premium way. So make sure you have an offer that's in alignment to that. Oh my gosh, Lee, you touch on that because my people know about VIP days, but I don't know how many people listening to the podcast might not be aware of what a premium offer is and what that would be like as a service provider. So yeah, expand on that, please. Okay. So there's lots of different types of premium offers a service provider could have. You could do high-end consulting, you could do retainer work, but what we're talking about right now is a VIP day. And honestly, I love VIP days. The reason why I love VIP days is that you're in, you're out, you're happy, the client's happy, and there is like, hurrah, and a big old deliverable at the end, right? And what this would look like is if you currently offer something in retainer work or project-based, I want you to think about like, okay, what's the biggest deliverable that I have in that space that I'm already delivering on? And how can I repackage that into a one-day delivery? For example, I'm going to keep with the theme. Let's say you're a social media manager, okay? And you want to offer a VIP day. A perfect VIP day for a social media manager would be like a month of content created, you know, in one day together where then you give it to the business owner and they either part of the packages you schedule it for them, or maybe the package is like, nope, you're just delivering the strategy. And so the business owner walks away with an entire month of content, something along those lines, right? And it can be really, really powerful. And the cool thing is, is you can really take anything you're doing and repackage it into a VIP day as long as you're prepared for pre-work and ways that you can engage during the day to get the work done. But I love it because it's just a very focused amount of time with a really big bang at the end, which makes it really fun for the, for the client. Yeah. Because you get so much done in one day and it's usually something that's been on their list to do forever and you just knock it out. And it feels so good too, because you are done and you can walk away. And if it's a client you want to stay with, like you can open up that door for retainer services, but I love VIP days. I've done them for all random things. I've done pitching because you know, my background is PR. I set up an affiliate program in a day for somebody I've done funnels like lead magnet funnels are a really good service. And of course, copywriters will do this and the social media managers and whatnot. So sometimes it could just be like a punch list. It might not be that sexy, but if you're truly like a well-rounded person and you're a unicorn, you can get a lot done. I mean, that would be really helpful, but you hit it on the head. It's all about being organized, going into it, making sure you have access to what you need. And if you're putting together like a funnel, you're going to need different things like ready to go. And you're not just creating that on a whim. So the pre-work is the key. So you can be super effective in your time together. Yeah. We were talking about this over in our work group that like transition to VIP days. Like what's nice is you can add them in for extra income and still have a couple core retainer clients. So like, you know, the income is still coming in. And so then I think it ends up being like a pretty sweet blend because you can dial it up or dial it down depending on what's going on in your life, which is what we all want, the flexibility. And so I love what you teach in your sales success lab about doing that too, like being strategic about your time and not spreading yourself too thin as well. Yes, absolutely. And you know, you can sell a pack of VIP days. So if somebody wants to work with you quarterly, I'm going to encourage you to lock that in on that first VIP day so that you can project your revenue for further into the year on those juicy VIP days. Oh, smart. I love that. Yes. Cause it's all about security and planning and sales. And like, that's what I love is like, if you can set yourself up with the sales skills that you need, then you can do exactly what I just said. Like, how good would that feel if you had six months booked out of VIP days? Oh my gosh. It would that would be 
amazing. And as service providers, especially have the opportunity for this, because you just described like 50 different things that you could provide in a VIP day. So if you came across a client like, hey, this quarter, my priority is this next quarter, my priority is this, this and that incentivize them, my friends, and get all four VIP days in contract and um, locked in so you can predict that revenue. Oh my gosh. I love that. And it's so smart when you have those clients that are creeping their scope and you need to come back and containerize them. And if it's something that you're not doing ongoing, say, let's do this. And you can package it in a way that feels really good to you. And like you said, the income from that, I mean, I know VIP days that are one, two, $3,000. So you can really make it worth your time. Yeah. And I also say, like, I'm very obsessed about the whole VIP day thing right now. I think it's amazing. And the cool thing about that is you can start at one rate and you can totally increase it as you get more effective, you deliver more, the results are greater. And I was literally just talking to a client in Boxer today about this. She's like, okay, I'm going to launch my VIP day. And she wasn't sure what the price point would be. And I was like, you need to stop worrying about the initial price point. Like, let's just make this feel good for you and what you think the client's going to say yes to. Let's start there. And what's the goal? Let's incrementally increase as you get better at delivering your VIP days. And that is the way to do a price increase. Oh, I agree. I teach that in my course to it. And it, like you do it as you gain confidence and as you're getting booked out, it becomes easier to do it because you're out of time. Like you have to increase your price. Like you're almost forced to. So yes. And I would smart. also say that the VIP day doesn't have to end on that day. If there's something that needs a little bit of follow-up, like for example, in mine, I offer a couple of weeks of boxer support just to make sure like if there was any loose ends or you need a clarification, like that's there for them. So yeah. there's all these little things you can sprinkle into it to make it just a really enticing, fun offer. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay. So I want to switch topics here to one thing you're really known at, and that is social selling. And for all of us as service providers, you know, we all know about discovery calls. We need to get on them sometimes to close, but you teach something totally different about getting in the DMs to book more clients. So tell us about that. Yes. So in the notes from today, Emily will be providing like my free resource and training on how to book discovery calls in the DM. But I will also say that I'm going to talk about the social selling aspect of this as well, because the hardest thing, honestly, just get them in the DM, whatever you can do, get them in the DM because they're either going to go to a discovery call or you're going to close them in the DM. And the reason why I love social selling and social selling is amazing. Once you've mastered your discovery calls, you can start to close these high ticket clients in the DM with ease. And this is how, right? First of all, is you need a really, really clear offer, a really, really clear, easy to sell offer. The reason why this is so important is that if you're looking to make conversions inside DM and not on a discovery call, it should not be a super complicated sale. It should be like, here's my VIP day. This is what you get. Here we go. Checkout link, contract, done. The second it enters like custom proposal or custom scenario, I want you to book that on a discovery call because I don't want there to be confusion in the DM. But if you have a solid offer that you are focusing on selling, so like for me, my sales success lab sells great in the DMs, right? But if I was going to do a high-end consulting gig, then I would definitely still take that to a discovery call. So you need to know when to use things. But once you have nailed down that offer, it's really, really clear, then you can easily take the framework you would usually use in a discovery call and apply that in the DMs using a combination of voice notes and written words. And honestly, five to six messages and you're done, sealed, and delivered. So it is a great way to squeeze in those sales conversations without having 
having to block time to have to do discovery calls. Okay, let's just take a moment here. It's impossible to get referrals without putting yourself out there all the time. It's really difficult to have a community when you're doing the work by yourself. It's also hard to stay up to date when you're just one person and digital marketing trends, platforms, technology, and strategies change all of the time. And it's no fun having to do lead generation for your business when you'd rather be doing billable hours. So I have a solution for you. Come join my digital marketing work group. It's a tight community of freelancers, virtual assistants, digital marketing specialists who are all up-leveling in their skills, getting advanced trainings, applying for my job ops, and becoming digital marketing specialists and managers and strategists. This is an online referral community for both skilled and -and up-and-coming digital marketing service pros and virtual assistants. We've shared over 800 jobs with our community. We'd love to have you too. If you need client work, if you need a squad behind you, if you need help raising your prices, promoting yourself to the next level, this is the place to be. You can apply for the work group with the link in the show notes. We'd love to have you. Back to the show. Oh my gosh, I love that. And I'm surprised at how many people are contacting me in the DM for my services. And I never exactly know what to say, you know, and, and you're right. It comes down with that offer, which is great. Once you have that, yes, you can send somebody to like, I think that was the key there. Yes, it is a really, really big key. And I think that's something that's not talked enough with all of the social selling chatter that's going on right now is yeah. that it's best suited. If you're going to sell in the DMs, have a really defined offer. And when you have a very defined offer that sells through really well, if it's more consulting, custom proposals, all the things go take a short 20 minute discovery call. It's worth it. Right. And you Mm -hmm. just don't want there to be confusion. Cause if you think about like the little tiny space you have to sell in a DM, right. It's not like a formal email or formal proposal. And there's a lot of room for miscommunication. So save those for discovery calls. But then when you have that super clear offer that you can easily illustrate on a sales page or a another visual, like, there you go. That's what you can use inside the DMs. So social selling is really selling something in direct message on Instagram and on Facebook. Is there any other platform that you see that working on? Oh, LinkedIn is great. Like a lot of times people don't even realize you can do voice notes on LinkedIn in the private message. You can. So it's all there. The only requirement is for me, for the way that I teach it, I teach using voice notes. Okay. Okay. So it's not just written text. There is some written text, but really the voice notes is what takes it over the edge. And so as long as you can communicate in a voice note, it qualifies. So I even send people to Voxer for sales conversations. The reason why I do that, and that's my spin on social selling, is that for me, it is another micro commitment that prospect is taking that I'm going to make sure I have this app. Then I'm going to reach out to Michelle. Then I'm going to have a conversation with Michelle. So sometimes a little bit of like making it just a little bit hard to get to me, right? And like the most strategic way possible is actually really smart because that means the buyer is motivated. Yeah. Oh, and that's such a big difference. Like in this online space, there's a lot of people like fishing who aren't serious or aren't ready. Yeah. And a lot of sales coaches would be like, reduce the friction for them to buy from you, like make it super, super easy. And I do believe in that, but there are some spaces or sometimes in your sales conversation is making them do something to actually say, yes, I'm not interested makes it for an easier sale. Oh, I love that. So why? Okay. I'm going to ask it. Why do some DMs feel so gross? Because I get a lot of those. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So first of all, 
I think it's really important that service provider, coach, consultant, whatever your niche is, is that you have a space you're building relationships, right? So coming out of left field, you've never heard from me before. I send you a cold DM and I'm like, hey, you want to spend five grand with me? That's weird. Okay. <laughs> right. Like yeah. that's kind of uncomfortable. And so that's not what I would recommend. Right. If you're going to do cold outreach for lead gen, like definitely give before you ask, build the relationship before you transition into a sales conversation. And that should be strategic and that should be intentional. And you should be using a framework for that, but you also have to be flexible enough to apply a little emotional intelligence to these conversations so that you can build meaningful relationships, which then can turn into sales. So I would say that is a really important side of it when it comes to cold outreach. But if you're doing a good job at having somewhere where you nurture and build relationships, so that can be a Facebook group, your Instagram, it could be even email marketing if that's what you're into, but wherever you are building relationships, give them reasons to come to you in the DM. Okay. Give them reasons, have a call to action. Like, Hey, you want more information? Like send me a message. You need this. Send me a message. Like how many times can you say, just send me a message. And what's beautiful about that is then you get them into the DM without having to reach out to them cold and bring them into your DM. So there's lots of different ways that you can use your content, your nurturing, um, wherever you're building relationships to get them into the DM. And I think you even told me the other day, you had a call to action on your podcast, like send me a DM if you want my script for this. And it worked, right? It did. It did. And I did it two days in a row since, you know, like really watching your, your content two weeks in a row. And I did one where I was like, send me something. I think I just put it in my post and I'll send you a tip I didn't share on the podcast. And that really worked. I was surprised. I'm like, oh, I need to do this for all of my clients because I struggled for years. I mean, I'm very authentic here. Like in the call to action on Instagram, it's like DM me and it never happened. It just, it didn't happen. I love that tip. When you give them value over there and you give them a reason people actually do. And yeah. now that I've, my business has been around, like my DMs are starting to snowball and it feels good. And I'm like, oh, that's what people were talking about. Exactly. Oh, just give them a reason to come to you in the DM. Yeah. And it's amazing. And one thing that I teach all the time, which I absolutely love, is I create content in my Facebook group that says, hey, if you want to know the three steps to blank, send me a message. That's it. And you know what I do? It's not a crazy freebie. It's not a crazy landing page. I'm not like doing all the funnels in the background. I literally voice note them back, my three tips. And that is the most amazing way to build relationship, provide value, and not stress yourself out with all the tech and the things in the background. So I don't want anyone listening to this feeling like, oh, I'm not prepared for that. I don't know enough. I don't know how to do that. It can literally be that simple. And it's so meta because this is what we can do for our clients. We talk about, you know, how do we like warm and nurture people before we go to any kind of launch? So all of this that you give us now applies to our business, but also our clients and what we can do for them. So that's, that's so good. Okay. Question for you about LinkedIn. Okay. Every time I go to LinkedIn, like I don't even respond. Like I know the second message coming is going to be a pitch. Like yeah. are those just people not doing it right? Right. Well, it depends what your brand is and what you're looking for. Okay. okay. Well, I will tell you those cold spammy pitches, they work yeah. or people wouldn't be doing them. Okay. Yes. Now let me explain though, is that it is a numbers game. 
Okay. They are not quality over quantity. They're quantity based campaigns. So if they're like, if I send out a thousand of these, I'm going to get X percentage back. X percentage is going to go through my funnel. And I'm totally fine with that. I'm letting go of the authenticity. I'm letting go of the customizing everything. Like I'm just letting go of it because all I care is about my numbers. I am not going to put down that effort. I'm not going to throw shade on that because it does work. So if that's on brand for you and that feels good, there's tons of companies who can do that for you, right? But for me, that's not what I teach and it doesn't feel good to me because I really do want to make those one-to-one relationships and build relationships, not just for sales, but like I get referrals or someone becomes a brand ambassador and they invite me to their podcast. Like to me, there's so much, so much opportunity beyond that initial conversation that doesn't feel in alignment for those, right? You just have to commit. Am I a quantity person or am I a quality person? And choose your method. Both work, but they have very different business models. Okay. And I see a lot of my people wanting that more intimate connection. And and, and that's done well for me as far as growing my own network, like yes. laterally as well. So that's a good insight that it is numbers. So I'm not going to get angry about it, but I do chuckle. <laughs> oh, I love it. And you know what? I like, you know what I do is I engage back. I always I respond to a lot of them just to see what their response is going to be, because I'll tell you a little secret after you respond, that's called a positive response, which means the bot usually stops. So now it's a real person has to communicate with you. So have some fun with it. And respond <laughs> with you. Oh, you're funny. Because well, so- that's how it works. So once there's a positive response, which means the person responds, the bot turns off and the business owner has to jump in. So if you get spammed a lot, like you might be able to build cool relationships by responding because then the real human pops in. Oh my gosh. That is so funny. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because you have a whole series where you make fun of DMs too. So, you know, and educate in the process, not just, you know. We got to have some fun with it, right? So like some of them are hysterical. Others are well-intentioned, but do not go by well. And my big thing is that I want to empower people with the knowledge of how to engage authentically so that you really can build super strong strategic partnerships and you also can get clients with ease. And you really have to understand the psychology behind things before you can start to create messages like that. And so that's what I'm really passionate about. So if you just take the shortcut and you blast with some of these templates, like you kind of miss out on that opportunity, that skill building opportunity that's timeless and will forever pay itself dividends in your business. Yeah. Like you said, that ability to sell yourself and buy into your services is crucial. And you work with, don't you work with seven figure teams on some of this too? Like building out sales teams? Yes, absolutely. And it's so much fun for me. Like I love serving the solopreneur who's looking to create offers and master selling, but it's also really fun for me to, you know, work with these big business owners to hire their sales teams and their social sellers, train them, onboard them. And, you know, today or this week, I'm sorry, I have like nine interviews for one of my clients and I'm going through social selling applications. So it's exciting and it's fun, you know, and I think that it's really where the industry is going to like, not just, you know, the algorithms, the algorithm, but once you start getting humans involved and booking sales calls or selling in the DM, nurturing your audience, you can really improve your conversion rate by having a sales team member. And a lot of the big guys in our industry do it, but not enough. Actually, there's still a huge amount of opportunity for that growth. Yeah. And that was one thing, just a little tip for everyone listening. Like after my live webinar, after a webinar with a client's launches, I want the list of 
everyone who attended, I want to know, because I can't watch the chat. I need help. I need my team to flag who to follow up with. And I, I want to talk to people. And that's part of a post-webinar process that we do that like your teammates need to know about and be able to help with, even though they might not be the ones having the conversation. So just feeding me that is so helpful. Once someone is committed to watching a free training or a masterclass or a challenge, like, oh my gosh, those are like red hot, great opportunity to be having conversations with those people and a wonderful opportunity for social selling. The cool thing about social selling is that you can do it as a solopreneur or as a sales team member. It can apply in both areas. And and it's just really fun. I encourage you to learn it now so that as you grow, if you wanted to hire someone to help you, like you already have those skills and you know how to do it, it's really easy to pass it off. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So I encourage everyone to grab Michelle's freebie about how to book more calls in the DM. The link is below these show notes. And then tell everyone else, if we wanted to get better at discovery calls, I know you have a very affordable training and you totally have to tell us about it. Okay. Awesome. So I have two opportunities for you to learn from me in terms of how to close the leads that you already have. Right. So one is I have a $47 offer. It's amazing. It talks to you about how to run a successful discovery call. It is packed with like so much juiciness and it makes it really easy. I've had people never have a discovery call before download that training and they close their first one. Like you can, it's amazing. So that is a great place to start. Now, if you're looking for more a holistic view in terms of like all of the opportunities for where you can close is I have my new closers bundle, which I'm super excited about. And it covers discovery calls, social selling, objection handling, and follow-up. Cause those are the spaces where you have the maximum amount of opportunity to be closing the leads that you already have monetizing your audience. And you also, which is like really cool is if you purchase that bundle, you get to box me a sales question and I'm going to answer any question that you have, which only private clients get access to me and boxers. So I think that's really amazing. It's part of that bundle. And I'm super pumped to be offering that. Oh my gosh, that's perfect for my people. Cause you know, I mean, we have the skills, we have the ability to figure it out, but it's like selling ourselves that we really get stuck on. So this is awesome. I love that. So we'll put the link to the closers bundle and the discovery call success pack in here and you guys can check it out. And I encourage where should people come connect with you and follow you? Well, one thing is I would love to give your listeners 20% off the bundle. So I'm going to give you a special code because I really appreciate you having me on here. So everyone make sure you use Emily's link because it's going to have the 20% discount. And so I'll make sure that you have that. And if you want to hang out with me, come to my Facebook group. It's hello to closed and we'll have the links here for you as well. But I also really encourage you if you're really looking to learn and double down on your sales skills, like go check out my YouTube channel. There's so much great stuff over there and great ways to be learning the skills that you need to master sales. Yes, because we didn't learn this and we got to learn it now if we're going to be successful. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, Michelle. This has been such a pleasure and always fun. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Emily. Bye. Bye. Oh, so good. I just love Michelle. She has infectious energy. She's so positive. She's helped me work through some of my offers. And I love her to death. Go dive into her free Facebook group. I want to encourage you to go grab one of her freebies. It's a pipeline masterclass. It's how you track your sales and stay organized so you don't lose out on client leads that were already there and forget about them. It's going to help you get organized, feel less chaotic, and remember 
that you need to make selling an everyday habit. She also has another freebie about how to book more discovery calls from the DM. I also think that would be perfect for you. And then be on the lookout. She has her sales success lab opening again soon. You can jump on the wait list. If you need high level sales help, maybe your clients do because they're trying to enroll high ticket clients and customers into their group coaching programs and courses and they need a better social selling strategy and sales system, encourage them to check out Michelle. All right. Thank you for joining me today. Let us know. Let us both know over on social if you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you next week. We're going to have a Facebook ads talk talking all about that paid traffic. It's going to be so good. I'll see you then. If you want to start earning income as a digital marketing service provider or digital marketing assistant, you only need your laptop. You can tap into what online business owners really need help with by downloading my top 10 most requested tasks. These are the services I did for years for my clients behind the scenes. You can take this download and apply it to your own business and start by offering these very same services. If you want to niche down in digital marketing, this is your guide. Just use the link in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash services. Okay, I'm going to try to record this really quick before I go to physical therapy.